Hello and welcome to Songs for the Struggling Artist, the blogcast. This is episode 246. My name is Emily Rainbow Davis and what happens here is I say a couple things, then I read you the blog, then I say a couple more things, and then there's a song. Um, thank you for joining me. Um, today's blog is inspired by Spanish television. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, I'm not sorry, but I'm also sorry. But it, it's not just about Spanish television. So if you're like, Emily, I'm tired of Spanish television talk, uh, then maybe this episode isn't for you. But, but it is not exclusively about Spanish television. It was inspired by my watching of Spanish television, but it is not actually about Spanish television. Anyway, let me just read it to you. It is called Sexy Jobs. What jobs are the sexiest? Like, if you want a character to be appealing and captivating and sexy, what job do you give them? Let's say you want them to be at the center of a story. What job do they have? If you want to signal to an audience, this character is sexy, what do they do? Apparently, in Spain, if your main character is a woman, the answer is modista. A modista is a seamstress, but not just a seamstress or dressmaker. She's also a designer. I am on my second Spanish period drama, which features a modista at the center, and it made me start to wonder what the sexy jobs are in our culture. Like, some of them are the same. The actor who plays the modista's love interest in both shows plays a pilot in one and a war journalist in the other. Those are sexy jobs for men. They are just as popular here as I imagine they are in Spain. But we don't put seamstresses in our TV shows. I can't think of a single American TV show that stars a seamstress. But in thinking about it, I realized that we also don't make a lot of period dramas that place women at the center. I'm having trouble even thinking of one. If women have jobs at the center of a show in American TV, they're mostly contemporary. They are nurses or lawyers or writers or doctors. Certainly, I don't know all the shows there are. There are more and more all the time. <laughs> But I am thinking of every workplace drama set in the past that I can remember, and not one of them is American. For the record, when thinking of women at work shows, I came up with Bletchley Circle, The Mill, and Call the Midwife. But these are all BBC shows. Anyway, I think I may have worked out a factor of why I am so obsessed with Spanish TV. Almost every show I've watched features women at work in the early 20th century. Some of those jobs are sexy. See modista, switchboard operator, chambermaid, novelist, hotel matriarch, amateur detective, secretary. And some are less so. Housekeeper, innkeeper, the sexy modista's stern modista mom. I don't know that it's the sexiness of the occupations of these women that interest me or just the fact that I get to watch groups of women at work together. Because women have largely been left out of history books, I long for stories of women in the past. 
I found this Ms. Magazine article about women's history chilling. An English teacher tells a group of students, wouldn't it be great if history books had as much information about women as men? And here's her students say, but women didn't do anything. I mean, they said that this century, something like 20 years into this century, this century, when they absolutely should have been exposed to more inclusive history or read things that haven't actively excluded women's contributions. So I find TV that highlights women at work in the past almost irresistible, particularly since the stories we've all absorbed from the culture have tried to convince us that women working is a new invention. Watching women at work in the past scratches an itch for me I didn't know I had. And yes, I know that period drama is not history, but it does tend to expand one's historical perspective. I know a whole heck of a lot more about Franco's Spain and its relationships with Europe and Morocco than I did before dipping my toes via Spanish TV in those worlds. Outlander may feature time travel through fairy stones, but I do know a bunch more about the Jacobite Rebellion and the Battle of Culloden in Scotland than I did before I watched it. Anyway, if sexy jobs are what get us to tune into stories about women, and particularly about women in the past, I am really all for it. I don't know what American early 20th century jobs will be sexy enough for our people, but I would like to watch one, please. A uh, Rosie the Riveter drama, maybe? I mean, it's a gimme, right? Women in a factory working together? Does this exist and I just don't know about it? I know there's a Canadian show about this. I would like to watch that too. I'm going to need a better international streaming platform, please. Meanwhile, I am still very curious about what the sexy jobs are. Male romantic comedy leads tend to be architects, and female romantic leads do things like run cupcake or pie shops. But are those sexy? I don't know. Chime in. What are the sexy jobs? And can we have a TV show about them? Sometimes I think it's like just the language that makes something more or less attractive. Like the word seamstress or dressmaker is just not nearly as cool as modista. Like modista has like mode in it. It has style in it. It's like stylist. Stylist is a sex... People probably stylists are now the sexy jobs. Ugh. But it ha... I mean, I think that's the, th that's the idea of it, is like fashionista. But we don't actually have a word like that, so modista... Anyway. Who knows if that's why seamstresses are not the thing here. But I think it's mostly just because we don't do period television. Which is weird. Why not? Come on. It's because it's expensive. That's why. <laughs> and also, this is a factor that I think is important and uh, something to consider, which is like places like the, the BBC and the CBC, like places like in the UK and in Canada, they have a state-sponsored television situation. And because people are paying um, licensing fees and things like that, the public is contributing 
to to the conversation. And if you if that's your situation, you you can't ignore women. <laughs> you have to include women's stories in your in your roster in your lineup um, because you're you know you're purporting to tell everyone's story. So you ha- like you're you have an obligation to tell women's stories. I think in those countries, not this one though. <laughs> Not yet. Uh, yeah. So, I, but I, no one yet has come up with an example of a period television women at work drama. Not yet. Hasn't happened yet. Looking forward to it. Maybe there's got, I mean, right? Somebody must have made one. <sighs> Maybe not. Uh, so, the, and for the record, the two shows that feature modistas in in Spain are Velvet, which I have mentioned before, um, and uh, El Tiempo Entre Costuras, which in, uh, I think on English language channels is called The Time Between, which is a kind of a stupid title. In, in Spanish, I think it translates directly to The Time Between Seams, um, which, you know, because it's about a seamstress, is sensible it's working with the the seams idea uh, anyway that show was delightful <laughs> they were they're both delightful anyway you know you know how I feel um so it so for a song I looked for songs about seamstresses or modistas I found one called la modista but I could not find anything about it I could not find a translation of or the lyrics or the chords or anything so I I my Spanish is not good enough to like even figure out what the guy was saying in the song so I decided not to learn La Modista but I did find a song called Seamstress and um I it's actually (laughs) <laughs> I really enjoy the the song that I discovered because um, it's led me down this fun pathway. Uh, the woman who made this song is called uh, Sherry Elf, and um, she has, where she lives, uh, a world crochet museum, which is basically looks like a little old, like an old photo mat or something, full of crocheted toys and objects and knickknacks and things it's adorable and then there's also a a song and a video that she made recently called I like myself which is just so charming uh so I suggest if you are near a device as you listen to me to look up I like myself by Sherry Elf Uh, that's S-H-A-R-I E-L-F. And uh, it's it's just like there's a particular kind of charm to it that feels very like Gen X in a like old time, old timey Gen X. Like like when we used to listen to the B-52s kind of vibe or like it feels it feels like a little bit like uh, the future's so bright I got to wear shades kind of vibe. Anyway, enjoy it. Look up I Like Myself by, by Sherry Elf and, um, and also the album that this song comes from. Uh, you can, this song is on Spotify, and I cannot remember the name of the album at the moment, but if you find this song, Seamstress, 
uh, you will find the whole album. Um, yeah, let's give her some clicks. You know what I mean? Um, so she, I believe is actually a seamstress. I think this song is is about her. I don't know that for a fact, but I assume so. And, uh, it's, uh, I mean, it's, it's fun. It's like quirky and fun and, uh, it's fun. It's fun. I'm not sure it's sexy, but it's fun. Uh, so I'll play that for you in just a moment. Meanwhile, uh, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Please tell someone about it, share it, all the things, like, subscribe, click on all the stars. Uh, if you'd like to support it with money, that'd be amazing. Patreon.com slash Emily R. Davis, Kofi, and PayPal all get to me. There are links in the show notes for those things. And uh, thank you for listening and uh here on ukulele because even though she plays it on guitar and uh, it sounds great it does feel like a song that ought to be sung with a ukulele at some point and now is that moment so here is seamstress sewing machine day turns into night she's the kind of seamstress everybody likes hemming pants and dresses fixing rips and tears making fancy cushions for some lady's chair she's your seamstress she's your She's really cheap. Years are going by. She is getting tired. There's more to life she would like to do. She would like to travel. She would like to paint. She would like to sing her songs with a little band. She's your seamstress. She's your seamstress. She's your seamstress. And she's really sick of it. steady work. She will miss her customers, except for a couple of jerks. It's lonely at her sewing machine all hours of the day. It's time for her to say goodbye. It's time for her to play. She's not your seamstress. She's not your seamstress. She's not your seamstress. She just quit. The art is slowly selling, but the rent is due today. The band did not receive a gig that actually pays. What with her new car payment and the general excise tax. 
things. She's glad you'll take her back again. She's grateful for your cast. She's your seamstress. The rent's due. She's your seamstress. Car payment. She's your seamstress. But only for this week.